The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. And we'd like to welcome you to another edition of Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio, out on the web at linewsradio.com. I'm your host, Bob Vecchio. Spotlight on Long Island Schools is brought to you by the Nassau Suffolk School Boards Association, serving Long Island School Boards since 1959. This week in our Spotlight, first time on Spotlight on Long Island Schools, we are proud to welcome the Valley Stream 30 School District. They're an elementary school district in Nassau County, and they have a outstanding superintendent who I've known for a couple of years, and actually her first year superintendent of Valley Stream 30, Dr. Garcia France. Dr. France, welcome to Spotlight on Long Island Schools. How are you? Welcome. Thank you, my friend, Mr. Vecchio. So glad to be here with you this evening. So tell the listening audience a little bit about Valley Stream 30. I mean, lovely, lovely community up there in Nassau County. And a lot of folks don't realize Nassau County is kind of unique. You have some elementary school districts that feed a central high school school district. And yours is one of the very few in the state. So tell us a little bit about your school district and school community. All right. So we're a K-6 district located in Nassau County and Valley Stream. And we have about approximately less than 1,500 students, K-6. to And um, we have two sister K-6 to districts, Valley Stream 13 and Valley Stream 24. And three of our districts feed up to the high school, which is the Valley Stream Central High School. The other thing that I love to share is that in Valley Stream 30, we're known as the friendly schools. And it is very important for us in our community that our children, our teachers, and our leaders create a culture where students feel a strong sense of belonging and a sense that they have a voice and, and, and a say in how they learn and what they learn. So we're very proud of that in Valley Stream 30, the friends. Yeah. And, and you're building the foundation block first, right? So it, they, A, learning should be fun. Coming to school should be fun. Yes. Acceptance, building the confidence to get that student voice, like you said, is so critically important because if you build those blocks early, then they just build on them and you build the potential and they could see and keep raising the expectations as to what is possible to aspire and dream to whatever they would like to be. But we're going to be talking about a program and an initiative that you have in all three of your buildings called Global Leaders of Tomorrow. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that program. So where that came from, and thank you for mentioning, Bob, that I um, this is my first year. So when I was looking at our vision statement, and our vision statement says that at Valley Stream 30, we educate and inspire our children, our students to reach their fullest potential to become global leaders of tomorrow through celebration of diversity and collaborations with students, staff, parents, and community. And what really struck me was this whole notion of global leaders of tomorrow. Oftentimes you may hear, you know, global leaders of the future, but tomorrow. And this vision statement was created not only by the district, but by the community when they were creating their strategic plan. So it became abundantly clear to me that um, the learning community of Valley Stream 30 wanted to ensure that their students, their children are experiencing what it means to be a global leader of tomorrow today. 
not in the future. And so coming on as my first year, I need help. I need a lot of advice. And so while we do have student councils in our schools, and I didn't want to take away from that experience, I created an advisory council where I have a total of 10 members who meet with me on a monthly basis and for advisement. And so one of the things we talked about is civic engagement and how how could we contribute and bring awareness to an issue that really was um, something that the student body felt was important. I'm a strong advocate for the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. There are 17 goals. And so the advisory council decided, I said, how are we going to do this? And they said, uh, why don't we do a survey? I said, what kind of a survey? Online survey. And next thing you know, we did an online survey. And the results of the survey was that the children wanted to, Global Leaders of Tomorrow, to bring awareness and create civic action plans in the area of zero hunger, which is goal number two of the Sustainable Developmental Goals of the United Nations. And a very important call because, you know, food insecurities, folks don't usually look at Long Island and think about hunger or food insecurities. And there's plenty of food insecurities almost in every zip code across Long Island. Absolutely. Uh, there's a huge initiative underway that we're trying to push and advocate that New York State covers free meals for all New York State students we are on in board. every every building, every district, regardless of zip code, because it's so critically important. Uh, but Again, you, the things that you're describing and you're dealing with this with kids in the elementary level, which, you know, talk about raising the bar and raising the expectations. I think when I was in fifth or sixth grade, I think I was thinking about the cartoons that were going to be on on Saturday and not getting in trouble at home, much less civic engagement. My civic engagement was making sure that my father, who was a benevolent dictator, would uh, remain benevolent and and didn't get me in trouble anyway. So exactly. So hats off to you, Dr. Garcia France, for the initiative and and the vision and the insight there. We're going to speak with one of the advisors for this program, uh, Joanne Mankowski. Joanna, welcome to Spotlight on Long Island Schools. And tell us a little bit about from your perspective, uh, the benefits that you've seen from this program, this advice, you know, that's a tough role for a superintendent to sit down with her customers, if you will, on a monthly basis and say, how are we doing? Exactly. So tell us from your perspective, Ms. Mankowski, how it's been going. Um, the global leaders of tomorrow have been doing a fantastic job. I've been meeting with them, kind of guiding their conversations as they refine their ideas for their civic action project, which they'll tell you about in a little bit. Um, but it really is fantastic to see, you know, students collaborate, kind of build off each other's ideas. And what's really great with this um, initiative is that we have students from all three buildings. So we're leveraging that technology so that way they can make a difference in their classrooms, at the school level and in their community. So it is a real school district-wide initiative with alignment, thank God, for technology, online meetings, and so forth and so on. So the alignment is there. And some of these students are probably forming friendships that otherwise wouldn't have been formed until they graduate after sixth grade, correct? Absolutely. And what are one of the benefits that you've seen that maybe you didn't initially project when this program was first put in place? Um. 
Well, last year when I worked with students really at more so the district level, I was getting feedback from students about programs in place at the district. You know, you kind of appreciate that they're students and they are young, but they come up with such sophisticated ideas. And really they are, as you said, our clients. And if we wanna initiate change, we need to listen to our students and we need to listen to their ideas and, you know, kind of guide them towards how to how to initiate that change. And they may think that, you know, hey, I'm 9, 10, 11 years old, but they could make a huge difference in our communities. And they're still motivated to do that, which is fantastic to see. And listen, it reminds me of the old show called Kids Say the Darndest Things, and their lens is usually spot on. Well, speaking mm -hmm. of those students, we're going to speak to a few of the students from Valley Stream 30 at this point. And we're going to start off with Isabel. And you are a sixth grader over at uh, Forest Road Elementary School. Isabel, welcome to Spotlight on Long Island Schools. And tell me about how you have enjoyed being part of this sit down with the superintendent and kind of Tell her what's going on. Um, yeah, uh, so it's been fun to like see and like help the community and see how we can help the community in any way possible or classrooms or the school. And it's been a fun experience to just of everything. So what what are one of the things that you have helped the community with and 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 who came up with that idea that stands out for you? We we helped the community with this particular issue or project. Um yeah, we're going to do a project about uh seeing like food pantries and like what they need and then like give them that food that they need. So that's like one way we've been helping the community. So how do you think you're going to uh, gather up or reach out to folks within the community gains to get some of the items that the pantries need? What, what's um, one of the plans? Probably just like put up posters, um, put up posters online. Um, probably that way is the most likely way. Great. So helping out the food pantries and getting back to that uh United Nations goal number two of zero hunger. I also want to speak to uh, Xavier. Xavier, you're a sixth grader uh, from one of the other buildings, actually Forest Road. Is that correct? Or Shore Avenue? I'm sorry, Shore Avenue? Yeah, Shore, yeah, Shore Avenue. So what have you enjoyed the most very quickly so far? What have you enjoyed the most so far about being on this council? Um, trying to like help the community out in like any like way possible and in our way like uh, in Zero Hunger. So like she was saying like help, uh, reaching out to food pantries and saying uh, how much food they need and try to supply them with food. Great. Well, Xavier, hold that thought because we're going to talk more with you and the others when we come back. You're listening to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio and out on the web at linewsradio.com. like to welcome you back to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio. And again, hear us live out on the web at linewsradio.com. 
Spotlight on Long Island Schools is brought to you by the Nassau Suffolk School Boards Association, serving Long Island School Boards since 1959. Continuing our conversation with the Valley Stream 30 School District. It's an elementary school district in Nassau County, and they have a great program, Global Leaders of Tomorrow. And one initiative that they're taking on, something near and dear to almost every community, Zero Hunger as part of the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. And of course, it's a, a goal that we all share as we're trying to deal with food insecurities in every zip code across Long Island. And listen, we gotta take the stigma away and just acknowledge the fact that sometimes folks need a little helping hand. So here to tell us about the helping hands that they're doing in Valley Stream 30, before the break, we were speaking with Xavier, a sixth grader from Shore Avenue Elementary. Xavier. Here's my question for you. As a sixth grader, you you kind of looked at as, you know, the big kid in the in the building and folks look up to you. So talk to us about the responsibility that you have as being a member of this council. What are some of the responsibilities that you have by sitting down with your superintendent and saying, hey, you know, this is what the kids are looking for. What are some of your responsibilities? Because that's a pretty big deal. Um, some of my responsibilities are like making sure or like trying to find out if most of the kids are getting food at lunch and seeing if like if they don't get food, like ways that we can help them make sure they get food next time at lunch. And yeah, that's that's really it. And we're trying to my grade. Well, me and I have to try to figure out my grade and trying to help them and find I have to find 10 people to help me on our um goal and try to solve or not solve but help uh people in terms of zero hunger and there's never enough chicken nuggets by the way i don't care <laughs> you you could have two truckloads come in chicken nugget day a pizza day it is never enough so i i get that and if and, it's a non-popular food item yeah there's probably a lot left over so yes but. But we'll get into that in a little bit. I also want to welcome to Spotlight on Long Island Schools, uh, Noah. Noah, you are a fifth grader at Forest Road. Welcome to Spotlight on Long Island Schools. And talk to us about your involvement in participating in this program. Um, the fifth graders and the global leaders of tomorrow have to get the school involved and get them aware of the zero hunger zero hunger campaign that we're doing right so you guys are kind of like the marketers right the sixth graders are out there with the vision and, and the work on but now you are marketing you're telling and spreading the word within your buildings what are some of the ways that you're helping spread the word uh one of the ways is that we were going to make posters and we also and we also know that they wanted to because of the survey that we made and right so you guys conducted a survey and it kind of gave you an idea as to what people were looking for yeah yep and what's something that you have learned by participating in this council and about the goals of the united nation that maybe you didn't know before noah you have one thing that you learned that you didn't know before about zero hunger or maybe something that pantries need? I learned that it was a very like common thing that a lot of people know about and a lot of people were 
and that's why I got chosen as the as the topic and so it Great. means a lot of people felt like this needed to be like mentioned and like helped. Yeah, it was a high priority because it was a big need, right? Yeah. And if you were to go to the supermarket and wanted to get one thing that you think a pantry would need, what one thing do you think that would be? Like fruits and vegetables or like just something like healthy because I don't feel like they'd always have like the opportunity to get something healthy. Okay, very good. We're also going to welcome the spotlight on Long Island Schools. Aisha and Aisha, you are a fourth grader at Clearstream Avenue. Talk to us about your experience so far with participating in the council and what role are you playing for the Zero Hunger Initiative? Uh, my like experience being a global leader is actually like great because like I get to have a fun time while talking about different reasons that zero hunger is going around and um my job is to like um figure out what to do with food scraps like onion carrots and vegetables and fruits and so what what are some of the things that you're going to do with a food scrap? Like, I like onions, right? But I usually like onions with other stuff. So what are some of the ideas that you do with a food scrap? You can basically, like, cook more things with it instead of wasting it. And, like, with beans, you can, like, plant them into, like, soil and make it, like, grow and take care of it. So you could take a scrap of a bean, put it in the ground to make it grow more beans. And that's part of the mm -hmm. sustainable goal. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. We also want to welcome to Spotlight on Long Island Schools, Ava. Ava, you're also over Clearstream um, Avenue, right? And what grade are you in? I'm in fifth grade. Fifth grade. So what is your involvement with the council and uh, what type of project are you guys involved in? I know everybody's kind of got an assignment. Sixth grade, it does one thing. Fifth grade does another. What's your assignment there at Clearstream Avenue? Uh, we have this, um, this basically is like this, like this learning thing where you get to like learn about like new people and like how, um, how they fall, but they're still successful. Right. And what's been your most memorable thing? Like, what's the most fun thing about being part of this council? Besides seeing Dr. France, you know, once a month and being able to tell her what's on your mind, like we don't want homework so much or, you know, have you did you guys advocate for a snow day yet? No, no I'm, I'm, we won't even go there because that's a hot topic. But what's some of the most fun things about being part of this council? Um. Well, I could help people and I can. um. We're talking about zero hunger. I can like help the poor, make them food. And what type of food do you like to make? Um, sometimes I like to make like um, spaghetti and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of spaghetti myself. Spaghetti and big meatballs, right? I want to go back to the sixth graders and 
Isabel, I'm going to go back to you for a second. What are some of the main items that you think the food pantries are looking for to stock their shelves with? Um, probably stuff like high protein, um, vegetables, fruits, something that get, can give you a lot of energy. Yep. What would you think? This is almost kind of, I'm almost kind of quizzing you, but what do you think is a good high protein item that could sit on the shelf for a while that food pantries really like to have a supply of? Um, probably like, like cold cuts and stuff and like sandwich meat. Yeah. yeah. Some sandwich meat. Peanut butter is a big popular item because it's rich in protein. It could stay on the shelves. You could get big quantities at affordable costs. So peanut butter is a good one. Dr. France, what, what's some of the other items? Beans. That you think? Beans. beans. Is that, is that beans. one? Huge. Yep. Yeah. Huge. Because you can do so much with beans. And just like the kids were talking with the food scraps, you know, the beans mm -hmm. and the onions and mm -hmm. holy cow. Xavier, if you are having an opportunity to speak to a third grader, Tell a third grader why they want to be involved with this advisory council. Um, well, if they like ask like me what they got out of it, um, kind of like how I did, maybe like how like like what do you get out of it? I say like you know just like try to join. I mean it doesn't hurt you. I mean what you get out of it is like a good educational I guess purpose or mm -hmm. learning of it, and you get to. Help the community if that's like what you want to do. Help the community with whatever goal you decide or your group decides to do. Great. Noah, same question for you. What What is the one reason folks want to be a part of this council? Uh, I feel a lot of people would like to be one of one of the people who who helped actually do something in their community. And who contributed. Great. And who people are thankful for. All right. Well, listen, I am grateful and thankful that I've had the chance to talk to all of you, global leaders of tomorrow from Valley Stream 30. And we want to thank the folks from Valley Stream 30 for sharing this great initiative of Zero Hunger and helping those that may need a little bit of a helping hand. You've been listening to the Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio, out on the web at linewsradio.com. Thanks for tuning in. Until next week, be safe, and we'll talk soon. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.